Hello, everyone. I'm Greg Goins from the Reimagined Schools podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual host. Make sure you check out all the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com and get ready because the learning begins in three, two, one. Welcome to Kindergarten Chaos, the Developmentally Appropriate Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to Kindergarten Kiosk. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Kathy. And today we're going to talk about a real fun way of doing art in your classroom that mom calls construct art. I do call it construct and I... Does it have a name or is that just what you named I it? I was wondering why I call it construct. So I googled uh-huh. <laughs> construct. And no, I can't find it. <laughs> oh, okay, so you it's you. You made so it up. I think I made it up. Copyright Kathy Crane. <laughs> Construct art. Construct art. I can't find it anywhere. But I've called it Construct Art for two decades now. Mm-hmm. And so to me it's Construct Art. And it's just a great way for kids to... Um, to make a project. Build their artistic skills. Yes. Because to scaffold their artistic skills. <laughs> yes, anything art is just a great way for you to help a child develop in many areas, such as social and emotional and cognitive and motor development. So just any art it has great impact on spatial us. development. Yeah, spatial reasoning. Mathematical development. But construct art takes that all one step further and it teaches your children how to assemble something out of pieces. So beside a great way for, your, for the students to benefit from all those other areas of art, one thing that it also does is it fulfills some core standards that are hard to understand and hard to um, complete. And those are the ones of analyzing, comparing, comparing, creating and composing shapes. So whenever you're reading the Common Core Standards, those are really confusing until you put a project to it. And like in GoMath, they had some worksheets that were trying to um, fill these standards. And oh my <laughs> gosh, they just drove me wild. Because it was harder than it had to be. Yeah, it was so contrived. Yeah. And yeah, and they were it just... It wasn't tied to any real world out- yeah, application exactly. at all. Yeah, exactly. But if you do construct art, your kids are immediately able to do all that analyzing and comparing and modeling and um, compiling and constructing <laughs> shapes <laughs> and creating and putting t- them together. So if nothing else, you, and you want to fulfill this common core standard in your classroom, then try construct art because you will love it and it will um, make a big impact on your students. So without any visuals to help us out, how can we describe what a construct art project looks like? (laughs) Well, I'm going to do the fire truck 
because the I just did the fire truck. Well, then awesome. We just did the fire truck. It was our first one. The fire truck is a great first one. It's not <laughs> always it's not the first one that I do, but if you're trying to do construct art for the first time, it's the perfect one to try. And construct art, you're going to teach your children how to put pieces together to make a whole. And so um, when you begin to construct art, you want to always do it a whole group project or a project where... I didn't do that, <laughs> but I had a mom. Okay, or do it when you mom. have a mom at the table. <laughs> I really like to do a whole group project to start because sometimes the moms are a little too helpful. And down mm -hmm. the road, I like that help when I'm expecting independence. But mm -hmm. for your very first time, a great way to do it is just whole group. And so what I want to do is I want to show them pictures of fire trucks. And you probably have my poster that has the big fire trucks on it. Mm -hmm. And so what I do is I look at this fire truck and show them the shapes. Well, the shape of this fire truck is like a rectangle and then draw um, with my finger, you know, the rectangle shape. So we're going to need some rectangles. And this fire truck also has some circles and follow the circles with your fingers can anyone see any other shapes and usually kids will see um the the ladder which are long rectangles and the um, sirens um, sometimes are kind of diamond shaped so kids will be able to look at the shape then i put that picture away and get out another picture of a fire truck and ask the students, so what shape are we going to make the body? And kind of start like that. So they're seeing that a, a hole is made of parts. So, by the way, if anybody wants to see the fire truck, <laughs> it's inside of your community helpers thematic unit, right? Yeah, and I think we'll pull That's that page. We'll pull that page out of Just that, that unit page. and. Put it on this podcast post. I think that's an excellent <laughs> idea. And it has all the instructions. But you include a construct art with every thematic unit. Every you do, thematic don't you? unit. I think every thematic unit has one of these. Oh, at least but also at least one. Maybe lots more. <laughs> maybe more. But also, I think this is something that uh, people can do on their own too. You know, whatever you're studying in your class. Oh yeah. It's just about taking something you're studying and breaking it down into its exactly. Shapes. Like mm -hmm. um, one time I was reading the book Madeline and I thought, wouldn't Madeline be cute as a construct project? And so we made Madeline a construct. And um, I'll, I'll go back and talk about the beginning of the year construct project that I like to do to introduce mm -hmm. them. But right now, let's finish the fire truck. Let's finish the fire truck. Oh, that reminds me of my favorite song. Ding, 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 ding. There goes the fire truck, the fire truck. Ding, 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 ding. Get out of the way. Ding, 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 ding. There goes the fire truck, the fire truck. Ding, 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 ding. Get out of the way. Stop, look, and listen. Stop, look, and listen. Everyone. Ding, 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 ding. There goes the fire truck, the fire truck. Ding, 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 ding. Get out of the way. You know what that reminds me of is, uh, what does Dr. Jean call, just like daily happies or something? Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, like she, I've been so busy just trying to get everybody into a routine and accomplish something that I think I've not done any anything that's a daily happy like singing about the fire truck. 
and you have just reminded me. Well, then that tomorrow I need to you do better some... do your daily happy and do ding I need a daily happy crap. tomorrow. And because it's, I haven't been so happy. <laughs> okay. Usually, the higher the cla- my class is, the more I sing. <laughs> because I well, notice that they kind of look at me like, this lady's cuckoo. <laughs> We better watch her every minute. But at least they're paying attention to you. <laughs> yeah. I have a hard class. I know. I'm so sorry. And I bet I lots just want of our everyone listening to this classes. podcast to know I have a hard class. I know. But I... that's not what this episode's about. Let's talk about the fire trucks some more. <laughs> we'll so talk you about the hard class in another episode. So we've the picture, gone through. You showed them all the shapes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. And now I'm going to show them the pieces I have pre-cut for them. Down the road, I don't pre-cut any pieces. I just cut, um, like if it's going to be small, I cut it like in a quarter or a shape or a half a piece just so they don't waste as much paper. But Mm -hmm. I will have it pre-cut, not in the shape of the shape, but Mm pre-cut to the size. Yeah, like a pre-cut smaller square and a pre-cut bigger rectangle. Yes. And tiny pre-cut square black squares for wheels Mm -hmm. and tiny black cut or yellow squares for lights and strips of brown paper to make into a ladder um and i like that you make it really simple for them at the beginning because you know cutting circles can be so daunting for those little ones at the beginning of the year and knowing that all they have to do to make their circle is cut those edges off of those squares done circle yeah they love it they that love makes, that. Oh, But if cool, you told okay. them to cut cool. a circle, they'd sit there drawing circles uh-huh. on their paper. And if you teach them, like if you just cut out three-inch squares and mm-hmm. tell them to cut those corners. All you have to do is cut those corners off and you have a circle. That's just yeah. a great scaffold yeah. for them. So I give everyone the rectangle piece to begin with that you mentioned. And mm-hmm. I tell them, now, if you like this, you can keep this. But maybe you might want your skinnier or so I let them trim on that rectangle right. a little bit if they want to for this first project. Hardly anyone well, does. That's the thing though about this construct art is you give them a scaffold of these are the shapes you need mm-hmm. to make this project, but it always ends up very authentic because you've given them a guideline, but you haven't told them like yours has to look exactly like mm-hmm. mine. And so even though I give them a support and a guideline, they all end up different. They, they really all end do. up with completely different looking fire trucks. And some end. of them end up way better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, and some of the kids draw oh little people gosh. inside their fire trucks. And little Olivia, little I wanted details. to buy her art. <laughs> she improved on mine every time. <laughs> but So after we get the rectangle, and, and that I'm going to speak to that point, is further down the road, I do just hang a model and put the supplies on the counter for the art rotation. Mm-hmm. And that's all it takes because you just the started is not very going explicit. To and then as the year goes by, it gets a little bit mm-hmm. more challenging. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So after I hand out the rectangle, the next thing we do are the wheels. And we give everybody four uh, three inch squares and teach them how easy it is to make a circle. Just like mm-hmm. Lindsay just said. Like we said. Just mm-hmm. cut the corners off and then glue them. And um, we've done lots of opening the glue and squeezing them, doing dots by this time of the year. 
But if you haven't done that, make sure you really um, are strategic about using glue. Dot, dot, not a lot. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I tell them this, that seems to help? What? Is now you want to put just a little bit of glue on here because this is good glue. You only need a little bit. And if you put a lot on, it takes a long time to dry. So if you put a lot of glue on, you're not going to be able to take your fire truck home for a long time because it's going to take a really long time oh, that for that glue help. to dry. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, I want to take my fire truck home tomorrow because it's true. The more glue they put on there, the longer it's, it takes for all that glue to dry. I think that's really a great thing. I love that. You like my little thing? Well, I do. Yeah, I do because, you know, that's what we want to be. We want to give it kids gives them a and personal motivation to not overdo it on the glue. It does. And speaking of glue, uh, to do a construct project, you have to use Elmer's school glue. You can't use glue sticks. No. no. If you use glue sticks, it falls apart. If you use glue sponges, it, it could work. It works, but it's as long as. It, the white, the Elmer's white glue just holds yeah, better than yeah. anything else. And this is something that really needs to be held together. So if securely. you're married to glue sponges, you know, and you really like them, I think you possibly could get that to work. But uh, I like to teach kids how to use a glue bottle because they can. Within the first month of school for positive, they can use it independently with no problems. And all of their work then sticks together. And I don't have to worry things are going to fall apart. So after we cut the wheels, then we'll glue those four wheels on. And then I will show them a ladder. And we'll look at how it's two long pieces with lots of little pieces. And I will hand them three long strips of brown paper that they can use. They can either cut their strip to be smaller or use the strip as I handed it and then take the other strip and cut it into tiny strips to glue along on to make the ladder. And then they can add the siren, just cutting a diamond out of yellow construction paper. I'll just hand them a little, um, probably one inch square that they can cut that out of. And then like Lindsay said, Kids can add people, they can add windows, they can add doors. Mm -hmm. They can. <laughs> and voila, you have your first construct art project. But you said you don't actually start with the fire truck, even though I did. Because I haven't done anything fun yet, except for a fire truck. <laughs> <laughs> you need some happy. <laughs> I need some happies. Oh, this well, is my okay, reminder. but tell everybody you have a half day session, 28 kids. I don't need to justify myself to anybody. They know. <laughs> no, they all know. You all know, but not everybody has a half day session with 28 kids. That's pretty tough. They have their own thing. <laughs> I, know, I know. And we commiserate with nobody's, all of you because nobody's we... crying for me. We're all just crying together. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why we all love Dr. Jean and, and we all love you because you remind us to be happy. Just be happy. Just, Just be, be happy. happy. Take a moment to be happy. <laughs> anyway, what is uh, your first actual construction? My first actual one I like to do is a shape person. 
because I like to begin the year talking about kids and names and it's a good time to um, review the basic shapes of circle, square, rectangle and construct themselves. Now, if you haven't done a construct me yet, which, hey, of course you haven't because you're just learning how. <laughs> I also make uh, construct scarecrows, construct Santa Clauses, all using the same person. Um, technique technique thank you right <laughs> so the beginning of the year i make a shape me in october i make a shape scarecrow in december mm. shape santa in leprechauns and um, pilgrims anything you want to make a shape person you just make out of this basic um, component so the basic technique is the same you tell them you look at people you see what kind of shapes are in people mm -hmm. and then you already have the shapes that they'll need prepared ahead of time. Yeah, so on my um, old dock camera or the old fashioned overheads that I love, but dock cameras are the, I think dock cameras are even getting passe, aren't they? I don't know. I use, I just cast my teacher iPad. Yeah, I think. So I don't well, really. Well, I lay my, I just camera. lay a picture of a full size person you know, making sure all the parts of the person's there on the overhead and then do the same thing. Hey, look, guys, I see a circle in the head. I mm -hmm. see rectangle arms. What legs, What shape do you see when you look at legs? And always someone says rectangles. Well, look, the shoes are ovals. And... Did I get all the parts? <laughs> the, the body is a square. So the shirt, mm -hmm. so the head's a circle. The body is a square. The arms are rectangles. The pants are rectangles. The shoes are ovals and the hands are circles. So mm -hmm. that's the components that I draw on that picture. And I say, okay, today we're going to make you out of shapes. Let's start with our circle head. And so I'll pass... Um, I cut a square in uh, okay. construction piece into a square and mm -hmm. teach them that same thing. You cut the corners off and it turns into a circle. Now you understand that they're five-year-olds and when you tell kids to cut the circles off, immediately everybody's circle shape is way different. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you don't have to worry that this is um, hampering creativity because really it's not. It's just teaching them to analyze, compare, create, and compose shapes mm -hmm. to take shapes to make a larger shape. Doing all mm -hmm. of that common core stuff that go math fails miserably at teaching. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's terrible. And so then uh, we'll just do the same as the prior track, step by step. We make the head. Head's a great place to uh, begin. Then we'll do, uh, sometimes if I have an advanced class, that seems like they're gonna get things faster, I'll make a rectangle neck. Mm -hmm. And then, so the, the head, the shirt, then the arms, and the hands. Now that's a great place to start because sometimes your kids get tired by that part. And mm -hmm. it's easy to gather them up and pass them out tomorrow if you mm -hmm. start there and just go that far, or if you have limited amounts of time. And so the next day, or I'll continue on if I have time, then do the legs and the shoes, and um, then 
I'll have them draw their eyes and their face and make hair out of scraps of paper or you can buy the that fuzzy hair stuff that you can buy like yarn you can buy what do yarn, fuzzy but... hair stuff are we... well, there's fuzzy uh it's like fabric? hair that you can get from lakeshore it's little it's probably a type of yarn but it's like it's... hair ribbons <laughs> <laughs> don't do that while i'm drinking <laughs> or i've seen crinkle paper look in the lakeshore catalog you'll find some of the stuff Ooh, I'm i believe about. you lakeshore has amazing things yarn is cute but just construction paper is great too uh, because it's kind of fun to watch them come up with some hair and mm-hmm. I'll, also on this podcast i'll put a picture of one of my kids's kids's i say it you say I it the one that say kids's <laughs> your kids 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 my kids art of them kids kids that's I, do we both say it well you know we have do, a listener <laughs> who has told us that they don't like listening to us because we say the word kids's and we've been accusing each other because <laughs> I'm like, I we need, certainly we need someone who listens to us to tell us who it is that says this. Do we both say it? Well, I just said it. <laughs> you you definitely said it. I learned how to speak from you, so we it, there's a possibility I, we both I just bet say my it. mother and grandmother told me kids is. <laughs> it was probably Mrs. Little, my first grade teacher. <laughs> so we apologize. That I said kids is because I do know it's kids. <laughs> we know how to spell it. But as an extra bonus, I'll put my kids' pictures kids, on the podcast. Your kids' reading. pictures. Look at us. We're becoming better people. <laughs> we had learned, had learned to speak good. Oh, yes. Oh, good. And um, so anyway, ta-da, there's your person. <laughs> your kids' person. And what you've done. <laughs> your kids. And what you've done just doing that simple, simple project is all of those common core things. And I think that's the thing that I'm really excited about is because I've been in so many meetings with teachers talking about standards and no one understands those standards because the math programs teach them terribly and they're kind of vague and like model shapes in the world by building shapes from components and drawing shapes. You know, okay, well, I just made something using shapes in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, and it makes so much more sense, and it's so easy to do it this way. Mm-hmm. And anything else, well, not anything else, but a lot of other things are going to make it a lot more convoluted. When really, that's the thing about math, is anytime you can give it the real-world application, the kids will learn it better anyway. Mm-hmm. So, Well, and when it comes time to assess in math this standard... All I do is I give my kids Go a project to make and ta-da, I look at theirs. See and, how well they did it? Yeah. So I, I want you to talk more about the gradual release of responsibility that comes along with this because you said earlier that at the beginning it's much more controlled. You'll give them each of the shapes pretty much pretty much how it's going to look in the finished project other than a couple maybe cut off the corner kind of steps so talk about the journey the kids take from the beginning of the year where most of the project is 
is ready and they have to figure out how to put it together to the end where they have to look at your example and figure out, oh, okay, how she do that? What shapes is she using in there? And how do I make those shapes? So talk about that. Talk about what that looks like. Okay. Because the, the field of, the scope of construct goes from... How do you get from there to there? Yeah, how do, it goes how do you get from there? making a person step-by-step step to the end of the year where... I throw some construction paper on a counter <laughs> <laughs> and I'll give them like four different examples of some of something they can make. And so like we're making butterflies. Here are four different butterflies yeah. that I made. Now you make a butterfly. Yeah, and you just it's so exciting and I'll I'll go to the sequence, but it's just so exciting at the end of the year. I'll probably march on when You've got your students back at free choice time at the art table, and they're constructing. And the things that my kids I had make are amazing. Boys, I had two boys last year that every free choice they once once we got had done a few construct projects, they started every free choice going to the art table and making giant monsters. That's what that they did every free amazing. choice. They would get the paper, they would take big squares and for the heads and a bigger square for the body and rectangles for like 500 arms mm -hmm. every free choice they'd come back look at my monster isn't he scary i'm like it's so scary <laughs> they just love the it scariest I had monster some kids ever making eyeglasses for each other <laughs> <laughs> they'd cut circles with a circle inside and then I construct the nose piece and then a band like a headband <laughs> around it and so by the end of the day they were all wearing eyeglasses <laughs> and that was completely on their own because they knew that they could take pieces and put them together to make a hole mm -hmm. and so they got an a plus on that common core standards because you knew they could make eyeglasses <laughs> at the art center so good you're good yeah. And like we said, every one of our thematic units have one or several construct ideas in them because it's just so important to us. And after you've done one or two, it's so easy just to come up with it on your own and know, well, I'm doing fish this week, so how could I make a construct fish? So after moving, I'd, I'd say I do two whole group and then I'll move into my centers and my center rotations are like 13 to 15 minute rotations. So if it's a larger project, I always do it in pieces. So let's use the example of the fire truck. The first day I would expect them at centers to make the rectangle and the wheels. And that's mm -hmm. all I'm gonna expect them to do that day. And above my art center, I have um, a string to with clothespins to hang things or I have a drying rack, or in my kids' copy. Kids's? Oh my gosh, it's me! I'm sorry. We're never I gonna fix you. it. Just say it. It's the way you learn to say the word. I know. Just and say in it. linguistics, it's... I learned that. You just how... said linguistics. Linguistics. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I learned. That's the perfect what... example right there. <laughs> I can say kids's because in linguistics, <laughs> I learned. That I can speak however I want good. I said linguistics. I don't think so. It's not what I heard. Anyway. So I would just take the part and I have those places for them to put them. So the next day they can get those pieces and continue. So I will just have um, the hole 
what we're going to do. And I generally at the beginning and um, I'll do a witch because it's Halloween's coming and that's one of my, I've already done my shape person. What? Well, witches are an easy one. They're easy. Circle head, triangle body. Yeah, triangle hat. Triangle hat, triangle feet. Yeah, so I've already done my shape person. I've already done my fire truck. So now I want him to do a witch. So I'm going to show the pieces. And the first day, I'm going to be very happy if they get a head with a hat and the hair. And the head is just a circle. The hat's a triangle. I just want to say, and if anybody's in a spot where doing a witch would not be an appropriate choice... You can substitute the word scarecrow. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. Or anything you want to make. Whatever is appropriate yeah, whatever, for you, yeah. Whatever. And so the next day, they will have their head all finished. Oh, and you know the little overachievers, the little Olivia's, are going to look ahead. And of course, she's going to have her designer head made seven times better than mine. And mm-hmm. she'll probably go on and do the dress because mm-hmm. she's fast. And so I don't tell them they can't go ahead. I tell them today you're going to make the head, the hair, the hat. And mm-hmm. some kids only get those pieces cut out and not glued together. Well, so I clip the them together do, and hang them up. By the time you do the witch, you're to the point where you have them take a square and cut the square into a triangle, right? Yes. You show them how to cut from the two corners up to the middle and make a triangle out of a square, mm-hmm. right? So we're adding on a new skill because you showed them how to cut off the corners of a square to make a circle. Now you're showing them how to cut from the corners to the middle to make a triangle. Yeah. So right? the witch, for okay. example, I will te- show them how to make the triangle for the hat. And then I'll show them those pieces you take away. And you'll use those pieces to make the band of the hat. Mm-hmm. Or you'll use those or pieces. Or the or the arms yeah, or something. Or the dress when you make it. That will be her sleeves. So mm-hmm. um, how to use their scraps for sure. Mm-hmm. And so then the next day we'll make the dress, the legs, the feet. Um, the witch is pretty intricate. I probably will spend three days making that witch. And mm-hmm. then because kids get to be in different places on this project, then the last 30 minutes of my day in my full day lucky day (laughs) the last 30 minutes of the day is free choice and i always let kids finish their finish piece so that really helps when you're doing a project like that because you always know some people are going to need a little bit more time Mm -hmm. so you plan that way yeah and we have if they're called quick sticks and let's put a, a link to Quick Sticks on there also. Um, I don't know what Quick Sticks are. I'll send it to you. It's the little paint <laughs> markers. Oh, oh yeah. I know what Quick Sticks are. <laughs> they're, they're paint markers. And they're the coolest thing for kids like to add the details, like the stripes mm-hmm. on the legs or the witch's face. and mm-hmm. Because it's not a marker and it's not paint. It's better <laughs> better it's than kind anybody. of a cross between markers yeah, and paint mm-hmm. yeah and we're not getting any money from them we're just we just love it we love the product. they sent us a free set once they did send us and a then free they set. got lots of money from us when we had to buy 500 more sets i know because we fell in love yeah, with they them they sent us a set of six they've made their money and back from I've that made, free I set bought like just a classroom me. set of 100 twice or mm-hmm. three times now yeah so yep. we did it we were grateful for the set of six, though, because they helped me discover quick, quick sticks. So, mm-hmm. 
Uh, they're on Amazon. We'll put the link to them on Amazon to purchase if you want to, but trust me, you will want them. <laughs> or maybe you don't want to because then you'll be like us and you'll be like, I can't live without these things anymore. You can't. And she's she's really buying can't. them all the time. You and... cannot live without them. It's like um, what, pastels, oil pastels. Oh my, mm-hmm. I cannot live without those in my art center mm-hmm. at all. And so then I would move on and just um, like that, bit by bit. Bit by bit, adding in complexity and mm-hmm. taking away a little bit of the scaffolding yeah. and not doing quite as much for them the next project. Yeah. or the, the Santa Claus and the reindeer that's in our North Pole unit, I just love them. They're both really, really easy but intricate and hard at the same mm-hmm. time. So it's a really good time for kids to challenge themselves in the continuum of construct activities. Now, if I have a parent that's extra, that's not teaching a lesson, I'd have the parent there. Or if I have a high school helper or an aide, I'll have them there. Or a foster grandparent, I would have them there. But honestly, I have found that the more you can remove adults from that center, the the, be- the better it gets. The better it gets. Or the more indep- the faster they get independent at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you look over and the adults making it all for them. That's a little frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> and because, you know, kids will do that. They want. I had to do it that way the first time, though, because with my half day schedule, there was never going to be a way to do a whole group well, and do all the other things I had to do. Exactly. So and I, I just had to make do. Well, I think that it's really important that. Um, your circumstance is what you have to fit. So Lindsay's example is is perfect. In a half day, yeah, you're probably not going to have a whole group time to do it because I, they, I just there's not a it's every second is precious. <laughs> it is, and so yeah, don't worry if you're having your first experience in centers with an adult help. In fact. If I didn't have another adult at my center time, I would take that because that's how important it is to have an adult-led construct center at the beginning. What was the other thing you wanted to talk about that you wrote down? Oh, and I also want to talk about, as you're moving along the continuum, another thing that is a great thing to do is whole group construct activities. And I have some examples also on the blog that we could link to, um, to do the meanies or the um, Abby Yo-Yo or the Joy Callies, the... You've made, the, you made giants giant, before when you talk about fairy yeah, tales, I the, know. The zoo, zoo animals. There are a, a large number of whole group projects that I will give them a sheet of butcher paper and they will construct, they will cut out their own shapes and construct um, whatever you've asked them to do. And it is amazing what the kids come up with. And after you've done the monsters and the giants, that's when kids really catch on. Hey, I can take any piece of paper and turn it into something cool. And and Well, then when you do, just, just to clarify, sorry, I interrupted you in a very important point. No, I was just saying and, and, and. <laughs> But I was going to say, just to clarify, (laughs) if you're doing a a big animal, 
like you have a group of four kids and you want them all to make the giraffe, do you tell like this kid, you're going to make the head and you're going to make the neck and kid three, you're going to make the body and kid four, you're going to make the legs, right? You well, I t- Or do you I let them, them decide? Yeah, or? I tell them they're making the giraffe and I say now a giraffe and then I'll have a picture of a giraffe. Now remember a giraffe has a circle head or a rectangle neck and because I'm always pulling back to those shapes and mm-hmm. I'll say, okay, you guys talk about it and I'll come back and you tell me which parts you're going to make and then I'll move to the next group. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a whole group activity or I just, if it's at a center, I'll give them a minute to talk about it and mm-hmm. let them try to come up with what parts they're going to make first. And then if I see that they need to be quickly led, I'll lead them and say, well, how about you make the head and you... But generally, they like to be in charge of what they're going to make. Yeah, of course you do. I would want to. Yeah, no. <laughs> I would want to have control over that. The cute girls always want to do the face because they want to do the lips. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make the face so I can give my giraffe some lipsticky lips <laughs> and some fake eyelashes. But you will love Construct. I'm just excited for everyone to try it in their classrooms and we will put some things on with this podcast and some links to blog blog posts to guide you and then once your kids do a project if you need to assess which ones know how to construct and deconstruct shapes what's an easy way to assess that mom do you happen to know about a program where they could easily assess all their kindergartners oh i think it's called esgi (laughs) (laughs) e S G I. <laughs> hey, really, everyone, I love ESGI, and I've never met anyone that doesn't love ESGI. So go to ESGISoftware.com and sign up for a 60-day trial. You use the code kiosk and try it out. All of my um, assessments, if you look for my name in the Friends of ESGI, I have all of my kindergarten assessments are link to the common core standards i also have preschool assessments and first grade assessments and assessments for struggling readers grades two through six already made you just have to click on them and put them in and and then you're done easy yeah and if you see a test there's thousands of tests so if you can't find a test by um kind of searching in their search bar you can make your own tests, and it's easy to do. Easy. To well, and tests. I will say that I've worked with two different kindergarten teams since coming back to work, and both teams I said, we need ESGI, and both teams said, why do we need ESGI? I have this great big binder already full of tests, so why would I want ESGI when I have this giant binder? And I say, okay, wait, you try this, <laughs> and you will never want to crack open that binder again. And guess what? <laughs> Nobody wants to go back to the binder. No. Nobody. <laughs> no one. No one wants well, to go no. back. No, but you don't understand. That's why you got to do the, the trial. And, once you... Yeah, and then when you're going to a meeting and your principal says, I want to see some good data, then you've got this binder, and you're sitting there charting things out. Well, ESGI, go push a button, and there's this data that the principal's like, hey, wait, how did you make that? How did you do that? I had a student last year that I had to chart really well 
because I had to prove at the end of the year that there was a learning disability going on because this poor kid like knew zero letters at the beginning of the year and knew three letters at the end of the year after everything we did. And you know, you have to prove that. Mm-hmm. So I had, but I had ESGI and I could go in and pull up a line graph that showed every time I'd assessed her letters over the course of the year and that needle never moved on that line graph. And all I had to do was hand that over to my principal and say, you got to look at this. And they look at that and they say, oh, okay, (laughs) I understand. Yeah, the data is amazing and... You know, try it. Even if you are in love with your binder and you don't want to break up with it, try it for the 60 days. If you don't want to purchase it, you don't have to. You can enjoy all those wonderful charts and graphs for those 60 days, and your data never goes away on there. They they save it up in their little ESGI cloud, (laughs) (laughs) and it'll always be there for you to access if you want to. Say your code again. What's your code? And the code is kiosk. K-I-O-S-K. Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you have some happy art times. Oh, and I'm so excited because Halloween is coming and some of my favorite construct projects are Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Construct some scarecrows and some pumpkins and some spiders and some witches. I'm so excited. (laughs) <laughs> and buy some of those, um, no, I can't remember the name of them, quick sticks and if, and um, <laughs> pastels. Sorry, we just drove back from Las Vegas. I am really tired. <laughs> and some crayon, um, what, say it again, and what are they called? Oil pastels. No, what are we not, talking no. about? <laughs> Oil, Oil pastels. pastels. <laughs> because when you do a construct pumpkin, if you do the round pumpkin and the stem, then all you need are those oil pastels to make the lines um, for the pumpkin. So those are the things that actually bring your construction projects to life. Oh, and hey, if you're on Twitter and you uh, your kids make some construct art, then take some pictures and show us on Twitter or Facebook. Connect to we us. Would, we want to see what or, or your email students are doing. To me because, you email. Know, we want to see that. I love seeing your projects. I think I think that you can post them on Facebook. But I haven't figured out. People have posted stuff on Facebook, and I can't figure out how to show it. So maybe Lindsay will help me. No, I got Twitter. <laughs> you got Facebook. Okay. I'm, I can only be in charge of one social media <laughs> platform. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all I got in me. All right. If So if anyone would like to come and help me with Facebook, let me know. <laughs> you can write to us at kindergartenkiosk at gmail.com if you want to send us pictures or tell mom how Facebook works. <laughs> Happy constructing, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Kindergarten Kiosk is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, a network of podcasts for educators, by educators. For more information, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. That's E-D-U podcastnetwork.com. Now can I listen to it?